Good morning, 5 a.m. Club. It's Friday, January 7th, and this is Lisa Chinati in the ice-cold tundra, also known as Boston, Massachusetts. I had an opportunity to really reflect inwardly this week. Despite the fact that I try to keep it concealed and under wraps as much as possible, I have an ego. The things that I'm good at, I'm very good at, and I know it. The things that I'm not so good at, well, we don't talk about those things very often. I hold myself to insanely high standards, both personally and professionally, and in the moments when my ego does appear, I am known to say that I am not average. I am better than average. And truth be told, I don't ever start something and expect that the results will be simply average. I'll work and work and work until the results are truly above average. I'm never the smartest or fastest person in a room, but I will outwork most people in my pursuit to be above average. When I started my fitness journey, I knew I would do whatever it took to be better than average with respect to my health and fitness. I spent hours upon hours a week in the gym. My nutrition was controlled to the calorie. Every morsel that entered my mouth meticulously weighed and tracked. The results spoke for themselves. In August, I dropped down to 19% body fat, and I could run five miles in under 50 minutes. And then I got soft, literally and figuratively. When I stepped on the scale three weeks ago, I had gained 10 pounds and was up to 25% body fat. My trainer told me not to freak. I was in the average range for a woman of my age. I am not average, and I said this over and over. I am not average. At first, I wanted to blame the scale, the winter season, the fact that I must be retaining water, my hormones got whacked, and on and on went my excuses. The reality? I stopped weighing and measuring. I was actually consuming more calories than I thought, and I was, as our good friend Tom Ferry would say, a candy ass in the gym. My five-mile run now took me more than 50 minutes. I was, in fact, just average. Fast forward to yesterday when I opened up a dashboard and looked at some conversion numbers within the company. Stats had fallen. We were no longer converting above average. In fact, we were falling below average. You could have knocked me over with a feather. Me, Lisa Chinati. I am known for my real estate lead conversion skills. Clearly, there must be an issue with the data. Someone must have reversed numbers. The low inventory must be to blame. COVID has knocked out countless members of my team over the past few weeks. That must have been the issue. A full day of analysis later, a full day of looking for the error in the data, and the only error I could find was in my ability to properly drive the results within my team. I was distracted. I took my eyes too far off the dashboards and let go of too much too soon. Well, maybe not a candy ass with this one, I wasn't showing up as the leader that I needed to be in order to drive the results. This week, I ate a giant slice of humble pie. Rick Warren has said, humility is not denying your strengths. Humility is being honest about your weaknesses. And Merriam-Webster defines humility as a willingness to stay teachable regardless of how much we know. I also believe in the deepest levels of my core that humility is one of the keys to being effective leader. Humility is common sense. It is a reflection of the deep structure of reality. None of us is an expert at everything. What we don't know and can't do far exceeds what we do know and can do. Humility is beautiful. It is a simple psychological reality. We are more attracted to the great who are humble than to the great who know it and want us to know it too. Presumption diminishes greatness. Humility enhances greatness. It is greatness. The same is true in any context. Humility is generative. It generates new knowledge and new abilities. The logic is easy. The proud person will go away with less than the humble person who is looking to learn. 
This is true in science. Think about how science works. It is basically a humble confession that you can't just observe the world and describe it. You have to test your theory. This is also true in business. John Cotter, the famous professor of leadership at Harvard here in Boston, tracked the careers of 115 of his students from the Harvard Business School. One student was average in class and had just average grades, but ended up being an incredible leader. Was it a lucky break for that student? No, what took him further was his humility. John wrote, confronting his mistakes, he minimized the arrogant attitudes that often accompany success. He watched more closely and listened more closely than others. The humble place is the place of growth. Humility is also persuasive. The textbook on persuasion for 2,000 years was written by Aristotle himself. He boils down what persuades people to three things, logos, or intellectual component, pathos, which is the aesthetic or the emotional, and ethos, the character of the persuader. Aristotle has written, the character is the most significant. We believe good-hearted people to a greater extent and more quickly than we do others on all subjects in general, and completely so in cases where there is no exact knowledge but room for doubt. Character is almost, so to speak, the controlling factor in persuasion. Humility is also inspiring. When leaders appear aloof and unapproachable, we admire them, but we don't imitate them. But humble leaders, we don't just admire them. We aspire to be like them. Four tools of leadership, ability, authority, character, persuasion. Some of the most inspiring leaders in history had no structural authority. They just had truckloads of ability, character, and persuasion. I have without doubt made some errors over the past few months, but I'm 100% owning those errors and learning some pretty valuable lessons, both personally and professionally. I won't make those same mistakes twice, but I'll certainly make plenty of other mistakes. And I'm going to be proud of those mistakes. They'll help me learn and grow. They help me become better, a better person, a better business person, and a better leader. Go slay the day, my friends, and remember that there is always room for pie, especially humble pie. <laughs>